0: Let's take a look at the board, and the categories are... ...Potent quotables.
1: Joy, you like movies about gladiators. You're no messiah, you're a, you're a movie of the week.
2: So you listen to me and you listen well.
1: Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show.
2: Hello, right, everybody. This is Boat and Pictures Podcast. I'm Dave, as always, and we finally got Peter to come back this week. So uh, we got Peter, Matt, and Sean. We got the whole crew this week. Guys, celebrate! Woo hoo!
0: Get more money here, more bang for your buck tonight, mm-hmm. fellas. You're gonna get four
2: people talking instead of just three.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. This is gonna be 45 minutes longer tonight. So you're welcome, <laughs> guys. <laughs> I think we just well, lost your listeners already.
2: <laughs> we consistently notice this with this, so that's always fun. But uh, this week we. Uh, we we're kind of excited to talk a little bit about uh, Blade Runner 2049, uh, you know, little cult classic that uh, finally got a sequel. Didn't know if it needed one, but uh, I, we'll talk a little bit about that and see if it actually uh, it panned out for him. But uh this one was starring Ryan Gosling, you know, everybody's favorite uh, actor Oh, the ladies. Apparently, I don't know if y'all know that, but he was apparently hey, cast I'm in that I'm also a fan. So it's Well, up? you know he was cast in that what was that movie? He was the The Notebook. He was cast because yeah. he wasn't attractive enough. The oh, hear here. Yeah. That
1: sounds like every every girl I know was in love with him after that. I know,
2: that movie. but like so apparently apparently the director or the casting director, like they picked him because he wasn't like a leading actor looking person, which is hilarious, but considering now he's like the considered one of the best looking guys out there, which is freaking hilarious. But I thought that was a fun fact. Google it if you don't believe me because uh we'll do that but anyway all right well, rachel
0: mcadams what's up yeah
1: uh,
2: she's saying funny fact they casted her because she's attractive and a yes woman. they did <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite movies uh with her and it is the one with the time traveling and uh your boy oh god about time crazy? domino bleason yeah. wait yes. how's
1: one of your favorite movies with her not wedding crashers yeah that's <laughs> pretty on, much it's Ooh, up there.
2: fine romantic comedy no rom no mm. well is that more of a rom-com uh, rom- or is that more of a comedy it's a comedy, come on. All right, out. all right, good. Well, then fine, my favorite rom-com. Go for speed or are... for
0: comfort? <laughs> Both? <laughs> all
2: right, we have... son of a bitch, <laughs> you old sailor, you.
0: <laughs> you old sailor, you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. All right, so maybe maybe one of y'all... Football and crab cakes, that's what Maryland does. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: this all is right. fun. We're having a good time. We are. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right let's let's swing it into uh watching and drinking so uh peter since you have not talked in the past three weeks or two weeks rather why don't you see why don't you get us a little updated on your uh, drinking and uh watching
3: i well i didn't take a vow of silence i just haven't been on this podcast but it's just been, it's, it's basically just the weird.
2: same
0: thing <laughs> you don't even know anymore the inside jokes it, anymore and and you just, just you're, for you're reference peter loop. we still call it watching and drinking not drinking and watching
2: eh, i flip it every once in a while no one notices no one cares <laughs> See Datsun, Datsun. Nobody cares.
0: We'll <laughs> get that reference. Jurassic yeah, Park. On. Go rewatch. It. We got tons of Jurassic Park references are flying out the wazoo tonight. Hoo ha! All right, Peter. What are you watching <laughs> and what are you drinking? So I have
3: been watching quite a number of things. I'll just talk about the movies. So the first thing is Rough Night, and I think uh, you know, Girls Trip was the one that really did well this summer. And I have not seen that, but I'm looking forward to it once it comes out. But Rough Night is now in Redbox, so thought it might be something worth watching. And I was actually on a plane, and it was kind of easy plane fare. Um, it's wait, and, wait, go how did
1: you get a Redbox on plane?
3: Yeah, do you have a portable DVD player what that is this, you smuggle on planes? Sorry, I should have version? given the I should have given the background in that. I I watched most of it on the plane, and then I had to rent a Redbox to finish it. Ah. So and why i rented the red box to finish this movie i'm not really sure i was going to say it's the not same very thing good <laughs> i got about but,
2: halfway through it when they were caught in to dispose of a body that's all I, don't, I recall. you just gave it away way to go David. A, it's geez, in the previews
3: jeez dave, geez, dave.
1: Uh, i mean There's no it's literally the premise of the movie
3: it it's good that you gave it away it's not a great movie it's uh, it's okay um i really do want to see girls trip just to see you know how much better it is since everybody, obviously, who has seen both movies, has commented that it's a much better film. So, I mean, it was okay. It's got it's got some funny people, but it just doesn't really execute, and it just has a lot of kind of the same tropes that you see in these types of movies. So, and to you guys' point, I mean, if you've seen the trailer, you basically know exactly what's going to happen in the movie. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, it was it was a decent kind of. BS watch for a movie. Um, the other one that I watched was The Wall. Have you guys? Do you guys even know what this one is, or have you seen trailers for it?
2: Oh, was that the the Marine one, like the sniper? Yeah, yeah so
3: it's got it's got John Cena, and it has
0: uh, his name's escaping my mind, but he Wait, plays. Wait,
1: Sean, how did you not jump into that? If it's a because I, I haven't
0: even seen this. I, any any really John Cena like wwe produced movies i tend to not see but well yeah
1: because i mean how could you see it with john cena but
0: (laughs) camo
2: joke for those of you who
0: are are my okay i was i
1: I just i was a little concerned that my my knowledge of john cena wasn't
0: i'm pretty impressed actually that you just got dropped a wwe reference for those who can't see him um but anyway i keep talking about this johnson also yeah that's action okay yeah that's
3: who i couldn't think of yeah so um i have seen the poster for this movie i have not seen a trailer but i had heard things about it and i was on a plane and saw it come up and said all right you know i've gotta i've gotta take a look it's actually a really good movie um I I quickly watched, you know, on most flights now you can watch the little trailer before you watch the movie. So I watched the trailer real quick just to see if it'd be worth my hour and a half on the plane. And uh, you know, I saw that John Cena was in it and was a little hesitant because he has not been in the best movies, especially from a drama standpoint. What about Daddy's home? So he's in he's in some movies and he's funny when he's in or no, he's he's funny in comedies. He is not great in anything serious which I think most people would probably. I, I think
1: that's fair. I've actually only seen him in Daddy's Home and the Amy Schumer uh, train wreck. Thank you. Yes. And he's also <laughs>
3: in, um, i trying to think of the name. He's in um, the the one with... Uh, Magic Mike, Tina... Mike XL. <laughs> no, with <laughs> Tina Fey and... Was he in Sisters? Yes, Sisters. I still haven't
1: seen
2: that. I heard it was okay.
3: It's pretty funny, Wait, and his part is hilarious. What
2: tonight. was he in Sisters? Oh,
3: yeah! Don't give it away. It's you, if anybody okay. has not yes. seen it, no, go that,
2: watch it's, it. It's, it's, so that is actually a pretty decent movie. I, I will say it like if you, it's a so it's a Sunday afternoon when you're just like, yeah, I got nothing better to do kind of movie. Well,
1: yeah. I think I think both those women are hilarious, and with the John Cena on cherry on top, I think I'm gonna have to watch that soon. Indeed,
3: yeah, Indeed. it's it's de- it's definitely worth watching. It's not yeah. the funniest movie, but it's worth yeah. watching.
2: Yeah, um, okay, good part, but.
3: Tangent aside, so the wall. I would recommend. It's a it's a really interesting premise. It's one of those movies that's basically set all in one place. I won't give anything away. Uh, so I mean, you're not seeing some crazy vistas or anything, but I think it's really well acted. I actually like Aaron Taylor Johnson. I think he's he's fairly good at acting. I mean, most of the stuff he's been. in, he's like, I know. I just said I like him, and I think he's fairly good. No, is, <laughs> he's
1: he's fairly good at his job. I don't know. You know, he's he's good.
3: He's good. Uh, I, I mean, I thought Kick Ass was a great movie. I think um, second. His, uh, what was the What was the one with uh, Taylor Kitsch that came out? Um, Savages, which I think is an underrated movie.
1: Okay, uh, so I heard mixed things. I don't want to go off on this, but uh, okay, I'll have to give that a shot because I remember when it came out, I was pretty excited because it was that Michael Mann or there was somebody that was. I was pretty excited about involved my, in that. My dad actually recommended that one to me. I thought it was
0: reason. Oliver Stone for some reason, but that's right. Thank that's you.
1: Thank you. I was no, it's Oliver Stone. I don't know why yeah. I said Michael Mann.
3: Uh, it, it is it's good. I'd recommend it. Um right. I I want to rewatch it just to make sure that holds up, but from what I remember, I really enjoyed it. So, um but anyway, The Wall, I would recommend it. It was a again, interesting premise. Um there's a lot of emotion. John Cena does a great job. He's he doesn't have a huge role in the movie but he he does a great job in the part he has. Uh, so yeah, and then the last one that I watched was just last night which is It Comes at Night. Have you guys seen this one?
1: No, but can I jump back into the the wall? I want to I want to sure. throw a little love for it just cuz I didn't know Doug Lyman directed it who also has done some uh, Born Action Live, as well die as Die repeat. Exactly. So, just wanted to toss that out for for folks that were maybe on the fence after peter's recommendation now that i know that's the case i think i'm gonna definitely <laughs> a shot as well. forget what i just said
3: as long as doug lyman directed, no but that, that's it's a good call out that's the
1: self that's the self that that is the that's disre- i'm not disregarding it that's just a uh, solidifies it I'm i mean you
3: it. can disregard my opinion it's usually pretty terrible so i i'd take doug lyman over my me any day so. as, as long that's, as we all know that's as long as we all, can all admit that um <laughs> no but it, it, it comes at night have you guys seen this one
0: no nah. No, I don't think I have either.
3: I
2: tend to stay away from these types of films.
3: And so do I. And uh, my wife, Katie, she's a huge fan of horror movies. So we said we'd give it a shot. And from the trailers, this one looks like a horror. And it, in some ways, is a horror. But it's a lot different than you'd think. If you've seen a trailer for it, um, you might have been enticed. And if you haven't seen the trailer, go watch it. And I think it'll probably make you interested enough to get it out of a red box. But it is... Now, Again. Peter, do you
1: have stock in Redbox? Or- I was wondering, I- the same I- thing. Yeah, and you
3: <laughs>
0: dropped that so many times. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Should I just say rental? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's fine. <laughs> so I think Christopher Abbott in this movie, It Comes at Night, is from Girls. That's the only thing I've ever seen him in. Uh, you also got uh, Joel Egerton. Joel Egerton, right? yeah. Joel yeah. Egerton. So, so
2: you said it was actually pretty pretty decent? I, I liked it. so... It- Cause terms, I heard different mixed reviews on it. They were, but I think it's all from people that were expecting it to be horror. So They, were, they yes. were very disappointed by it.
3: So that's the thing is um, the reason I would recommend it is if you see the trailer, you assume it's horror. And again, you know, like we were saying, I'm not a huge horror fan. So after watching it, I really enjoyed it because it's not just a jump scare movie. Uh, it's got a really interesting premise and it leaves you wondering the entire movie. Uh, and again I don't want to say too much cuz it will give things away but um the the cast is is pretty stellar uh, and they are they're not hugely billed i mean so we said it it's got Joel Edgerton and um i think the only other person i can think of is Riley Keo is also in it from uh da, 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 from we just watched it
1: uh, Mad Max Fury Road Oh, uh, lucky she Logan Logan lucky lucky, lucky. Lug- Logan lucky
3: yes yeah so um <laughs> So anyway, uh rambling enough yeah this was this was a fun movie. I would recommend it i think I think it was an interesting premise, and people will have a a good time kind of trying to decipher it, and it makes you think quite a bit so yeah.
1: do uh, do you think we'll have more movies that start with you know that are horror related and have it as the as the mystery I hope so <laughs> we've got it follows we've got it comes at night, we've got it.
3: It's it's all about it. You just don't know what it that, is. That,
1: that was that was it. I didn't have any more than that.
3: <laughs> just those three. So for what I'm drinking, I tried some Peter.
1: That... Peter, we got it. We got to know. What are your thoughts on um, the Kingsman and American Made? I think you said you saw that. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: Catch up on that. Um. So yeah, that. So I saw both of those, <laughs> and I I thought they were both good. So and I'll caveat that with. I was entertained in Kingsman, and I thought American Made was a fun movie. Um, Kingsman, I was fairly disappointed. Um, like I said, I was entertained. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't falling asleep in it. But from the way the first movie hit, I was, you know, thoroughly pleased with when that came out. It, it, I think it was kind of an unknown. Matthew Vaughn has come out with mostly quality stuff, so I was really looking forward to the second you know, installment and I think they kinda of dropped the ball in a number of places. The plot just seemed all over the, the character development was kind of weird. I mean they they introduced a bunch of new characters and I really didn't care about any of them to be honest. And I thought they just they just didn't do a great job with it. And some of the stuff that I thought was charming in the first one in terms of like the filming style and the way that they put the action scenes together and kind of the quirkiness of the characters in this movie just came across cross really really poorly um and i don't know if it just it's 2017 now and the years have gone by and movies have moved forward or if it's that they just reuse some of the same tropes and they just didn't hit so regardless i was i was disappointed with kingsman 2 um and then american made i thought was a lot of fun and was a kind of reminded me of like a wolf of wall street type feel where you've got you know a quote-unquote true story, but you get to, you know, it's not super serious like a movie like Blow, if you guys have seen that with Johnny Depp, where you know we're following the drug trade and it's it's a drama. This one obviously is following some serious things, but they play it off really light-hearted. And even the way the movie kind of goes through its its plot is, you know, it's pretty unreal and and odd uh but it's a lot of fun so so yeah long way to say uh had a good time with american made and uh kingsman 2 i would recommend people do not see that in the theater so um,
1: could could you do that last week because they're still seeing it this week
3: (laughs) (laughs) and i i really don't know why i'm kind of confused and we can talk about that later we'll talk about more yeah yeah yeah, they should go see some other stuff that's out um <clears throat> so, what I'm drinking, there is a delightful beer that I got. I was actually uh, one of the reasons I was gone in the last few weeks. I've been traveling. One of the times I was back home in Chicago and had a beer that's actually from right near my neck of the woods now in Maryland. And it's called Sweet Baby Jesus. It is a...
0: Yeah. It's a porter, right?
3: It is. It's a chocolate. I've had that before. Yeah. Chocolate peanut butter porter. <laughs> um, Jesus. It is... That sounds delicious. It is delightful. And, and so... If you guys have ever had, you know, the the chocolate stouts and porters and there's tons of different ones like uh, uh, they have Voodoo Donut. You can get maple bacon donut beers. Most of these are garbage. Like they have these fancy names or they have these names that imply all these fun flavors and then you try it and it tastes like nothing or it just tastes like a normal porter and it's a complete disappointment. This smells and tastes like chocolate peanut butter. Yeah, it's pretty good. It is so good. It is an awesome beer for dessert, and it's an awesome beer just to have any time because it's delicious. So this is, uh, it's by Duclaw Brewery, which again, it's in Maryland. And since I got it in the Midwest and I can get it here, I'm assuming you can probably get it most places. So definitely try it if you can find it in one of your giant liquor stores. So with that long-winded uh, response, let's go to uh, Sean.
0: Thanks for that, Peter, and uh, good selection, good choice for the beer. I'm a big fan myself, so Do it again. Um, shout out for that. Uh, in terms of what I've been watching this week, I uh, delved into a little bit of um, some, I, after watching uh, Stranger Things last week, I came across the movie Super 8, which I had never really seen the whole thing, um, so I watched that this week. Really, it's somewhat entertaining, a little strange. Um, the big payoff wasn't what I was hoping for, but um, nonetheless, I still really enjoyed it. I know it's a J.J. J. Abrams movie with some Steven Spielberg ties, um, but just I'm really excited for Stranger Things season two. So I'm finding myself in a lot of uh, like uh, like nostalgic, nostalgic movies with uh, some epic adventures.
1: Sean, to that too, you know, I think that came up for me as well this week. I, I didn't, I didn't watch it, but something, something kind of reminded me about it, and I, I think that's kind of an overlooked movie. And I, I understand your your point. Maybe, maybe it wasn't a solid gold hit or anything like that. But oh, but it's thoroughly entertaining. That, yeah. Oh, completely, completely agree. But I think that very, I think we owe that movie for Stranger Things and it and some other kind of nostalgia movies. I think that kind of revitalized that type of genre. And maybe it wasn't the best effort this decade, but yeah. I, I think it, uh, and I I did enjoy it. Just to just to call that out, like you said, Sean. But I, I think that's kind of what sparked and may, or maybe spawned the creators of some of these movies thinking, you know what, we we can do these again, and, and people are into this type of this style, this feel um, of, of film or or you know miniseries that you know the Netflix folks did. So I, I I don't know how true that is, but just the timings, I think they kind of all, all align, and I'm gonna I'm gonna toss that theory out there. Maybe it's meaningless, but I wanted to throw that out
0: there. No, no, I appreciate that because it's true. I mean, that's, that, that's kind of what I, I thought about it as soon as I watched it. I was like, man, this really does. Because you're getting a lot of things now that are, uh, I mean, it is basically the same thing. It's, uh, they're all like 80s tied in, like trying to harp back on these millennials because everything now is about nostalgia and about like paying tribute and paying homage. So it's kind of funny that we see that. So, um, yeah, if you guys haven't seen that, anybody hasn't seen it, check it out. It's definitely worth watching, and uh, and scoping out, especially if you're a Stranger Things fan. But uh, yeah, Matt, the reason I, I watched it is because I was trying to figure out, like, I the I actually just traveled recently through the city where they filmed it. That's kind of how I, I don't know how I came up on that, but uh, I was like, yeah, like I've never actually seen Super Eight. Let me give it a shot, and so oddly enough, I. uh <laughs> ended up watching it last week, so, um, and, and nothing really major. I, I, I know if if I haven't mentioned this before, Curb um, Your Enthusiasm new season out. Started getting into those. We're on episode two, and uh, in terms of new fall TV, if you guys haven't yet Wait, seen Sean, Sean, what's up? What's up? Uh,
1: do I need to get to Curb Your Enthusiasm? I can't just say you watched it. Oh like yeah, it. I just watched the nope.
0: first episode. Uh, some some great some great verbiage that uh, I'm going to have to try to incorporate into my, into my uh, vocabulary. Now, did you just
1: say burbiage? Because apparently that's a word I need to... Uh...
0: Yeah, it's verbiage. Oh, I thought you said burbiage. I,
2: I, I heard like... burbiage as well, like as in burbage. Oh, I thought it was like a play on Curry. Oh, no, no,
0: no. <laughs> no, uh-huh. not yet. <laughs> Sorry, Okay. too deep. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you guys haven't watched that, have you guys seen any of the new episodes yet? I- I've still only seen a handful of
2: the original Ron... Uh, yeah something i always mean to go through and end up
0: just watching
1: seinfeld
2: yeah i haven't watched it since the seinfeld uh reunion season
0: uh well like a couple seasons back you don't need to watch these episodes in order so um do yourself a a favor and go check them out it's pretty fun i mean it's great i mean larry david's awesome so uh definitely a highly recommended show if, if anyone hasn't ever seen that but um the other one, so I don't know if I mentioned this last week or not, but I started watching the um, Law and Order true crime with uh, the Menendez brothers. Has that so already now, started? Yeah, it's um, it's in, this week. Tomorrow's the third episode. So, um, so far, it's all right. It's another one of those '80s things. It's set in. I mean, if anybody knows the story, it's late '80s. So, seeing uh, seeing that develop is pretty interesting. Um, yeah. Just a the one quick big, quick, the, quick quick throw out while you're saying the yeah.
2: '80s type thing. Um, if anyone is a fan of the uh, Investigation Discovery, um, the uh, the decade the 1980s decade. Um, oh God, was it the worst murders of the 1980s? Is uh, the new season's coming out next week? So just FYI, I'm sure this would be
0: on that then. Yeah,
2: because uh, it's it's it, it's actually one of the better ones. I, I'll get into it why I've been kind of on a ID kick recently. So i have seen a lot of commercials. I think recent before. is like a year now, Dave. Oh no, 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 no! no. I've been binge watching. We've been doing few this for things. a year. I've been binge watching a little ID
0: this week. Unfortunately,
3: Sean, did you have you ever seen the OJ one that was on FX?
0: No, I actually didn't, which is making me think I should go back and watch this. Yeah, um, it's good. the The funny part about this is that it still has the Law and Order at the beginning, like the like at the start of <laughs> episodes. So nice. I like I just keep. <laughs> every time I turn this on, I'm just I I. I like the idea of Law and Order trying to do things like this, like with the show. Yet it's just funny that that's that that's what you get when you're watching this. But I was just going to say, so uh, does it does not lose
3: credibility every time yeah. you hear the song? <laughs> you should so
1: to that. You should actually Google the uh, the the makings of that the, that two the notorious tones that go with that. Uh, it's a pretty. It's a much more complex uh, sound than you'd expect. But um, really, on that, they're, I mean, they're basically just replicating what they did with the O.J. Simpson. Now they're, that yeah, the, uh, exactly, the FX one was a dramatized version for FX, yeah. but yeah. ABC did a serious version um, of the O.J. Simpson trial that got, uh, about that the won same an Oscar, time, right? I believe so. Uh,
0: yeah, maybe ESPN or ABC. ABC. Oh, oh no. I well, thought I you did, did can... a 30 for 30 or something Yeah, 30 too, for 30, but... yeah. Wait, wait, there was um, an ESPN, no, there was an
2: ABC it. one. I did not know this. I thought there was an ABC Yeah, I didn't two. see yeah. that. So,
1: so, just to, so they, had a, they had American Crime Story, O.J. Simpson, which was, was last year on ABC, and then they had The People versus O.J. Simpson, which is the FX series. Yeah. So the FX one, again, was more dramatized, and I believe the ending was kind of more of an Inglorious Bastards type ending. Um, that probably gives that away for you. Um, <laughs> Thanks, the American Matt. Crime Story... Um, was the more kind of what law and order is doing with the menendez brothers from my understanding Wait, and again i haven't watched any of these are you telling so me they killed hitler watching... at the end of the o j simpson one <laughs> they killed hitler yes
0: <laughs> son of a bitch
1: i mean he lived into his 80s to you know so they it was about time
0: so, yeah, if you haven't seen that show, it's uh, it's on now, so check it out. We're still talking about
1: Kirby Enthusiasm, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. I think so. <laughs>
0: I'm sure. Which, yeah, anyway, if, you, if there's some funny things that you can kind of get into this week with that, but anyway. Uh, but, yeah, that's all I got into so far right now <laughs> in terms of what I'm watching. But in terms of what I'm drinking this week, I uh, picked up an Abita Party Pack for my uh, football watching this past weekend. And uh, enjoying a nice little Abita Andy Gator, which is the, uh, I guess, notorious Abita beers because it's uh, been known to knock people on their asses. It's a a Hell's Doppelbach. Um, They sell, like, like you basically can get them at the bar in in New Orleans or anywhere down south in a uh, 16 or 20 ounce uh, glass. And then they sell them in 12 ounce bottles, but it's 8% alcohol by volume. So uh, definitely a solid beer to... uh, if you want if you want to party so um and we like to party so out. obviously yeah exactly sometimes that mardi gras people say you know you party naked so you know shit happens when you party naked um so yeah that's that's what i'm enjoying this week and what i've been watching and drinking but uh matt what about you what are you getting into this week
1: so I'm I'm sticking with it. Last year I didn't really watch much on like kind of uh, regular television live. I was pretty much you know catching up on old things via Netflix and, and other such uh, binging uh, mediums. And uh, this year I found a few shows that I'm I'm finally sold on, and I'm going to watch week to week, which is a painful ordeal for you folks that have been sticking with that uh, that style of viewing. Um, but uh, Ghosted, I'm I'm giving it the second episode. It, it, it was fine. It was a little bit better than the first, I think, but I'm still not sold on that show. Again, I'm a big fan of uh, Adam Scott and uh, Craig Robertson, so we'll see. But uh, th- that's pretty much the main selling point is those two actors. So far, the show itself hasn't really held me on to it. Uh, but I will say on a positive note, the Orville has completely gotten me hooked. Um, okay right right it took it yeah, took it took so a few episodes and it like pulled it, it, it did so i i didn't really know what i was getting into at first and you know he seth rogan always i'm sorry seth rogan exists so seth mcfarland's been selling it from the get-go um as star trek you know with a little bit of guardians of the galaxy uh despite that i still went in assuming it was going to be family guy or american dad or what Ten Thousand days ways to die in the west those kinds of things um and so when i was watching it you know it was fine and i was okay with it. I didn't, I wasn't convinced I was going to watch it once I got, I think to the second one based off of Dave's recommendation, or I think Dave surpassed what Sean and I had watched and kind of gave me the go ahead to keep going. I'm hooked. I'm into it. He, he's done a great job and the, and the folks are doing a great job and the, the characters I'm, I'm, I'm buying into all of them. So I'm going to keep watching it and I'm, I'm looking forward to it uh, this week. He kind of, you know, we don't, we don't really need to touch on it on the, on a huge news piece, but he did kind of sell that they're going to be going for a second season um you know it's not official but he's pretty much saying it's going to happen uh so I'm, I'm pretty pleased about that obviously that's a play to get continued viewership as well as maybe sell new people to go see it or to go you know give it a shot since it's a show getting picked up is usually a positive sign but i i will give that a recommend um and then the good place is just staying strong i i can't recommend that show enough Um, If you're a Star Trek fan, definitely check out the Orville. Give it a shot. Um, Understand that you're going to get some lowbrow humor, which is perfectly fine. Um, But you know you're going to get kind of those the fun uh, space exploration episodes that you're used to from Star Trek, more the original series and TNG than than some of the latter ones. But uh, do that. But if you just like fun television, the Good Place is 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 a good spot for you. So check that out. in terms of some other watching, uh, for whatever reason, I started watching Hire Much Your Mother again, just kind of tossing that on in the background. Nice. I'm probably going to stop around season five or season six because uh, that gets a little rough. Uh, but the early seasons still still are pretty entertaining for me. I'm not. What, what did you guys think about that? I had a buddy who just hated that show when it was on, but the rest of us were always pretty hooked. But, so, uh, Matt, that you guys was one think of those that?
0: shows that I had uh – I bought the fir- like I enjoyed the first season so much when it and that was back when we were I think in O three. Two thousand five. Two thousand 0- five. I remember I was like yeah. right around the- like freshman in college or, or sophomore, yeah. I guess, but um I bought the first season on D V D because I enjoyed it so much. Um needless to say, after the first season they started coming out with other other ways to watch it. So uh but yeah, it's I, I- I'm a big fan of the show. I watched it from day one all the way to the end. Um I know people talk about Friends as one of those shows that they we're into like, I think, how I met your mother might be the first one that I really actually watched episode one all well, the way to the end. So, so the yeah. funny thing about it is that it's one of those
2: shows I, I put it kind of put it in the Seinfeld and the Friends kind of thing where you can it, when it goes in syndication you can kind of turn on turn it on and watch one episode and at any point in the season yeah and and you're yeah. you, you either know where it's going or it's got enough content in it that you're entertained. So it's you know it's it's one of those shows i, I put it in that category like it's what's a go-to one that you can always go back to i watch the same way as you, Sean, watching it from you know the beginning basically all the way through and um i you know i wasn't as disappointed by the ending as everyone else was which was surprising i thought it was the only way they could close it out to be honest what'd y'all think out of curiosity
3: I'm I'm I think it with you, Dave, and I actually um, I got on this show late and kind of binged on Netflix because that's the best way to watch a show. <laughs> and um, when, aside from Redbox, yeah, shut sh- stock. Um, stock prices just and, went up. I, I remember, I remember, I had binged this, and then once it got to the ninth season. Um, at the time I had missed, I think I'd missed the start of the show and I didn't feel like trying to go catch back and figure out a way to, to get the back episodes. So I waited through the entire show. And I remember when it had ended uh, on my commute to work, they started talking on the radio about the ending for the show and how disappointed people were. So by the time I actually caught up and saw the end of the show, uh, my expectations were were lower. So I it, I think it probably benefited me because I'm with you, Dave. I kind of uh, – I didn't have a big problem with it. Yeah. All
1: right. So I've, I've got a few things to jump in here on. <laughs> um, Seinfeld, phenomenal. Watch it whenever you can. You'll be pleased. Friends, I'm, I'm in love with it, but I'll admit that past season five, I think it's more a nostalgia thing for me. Uh, it gets a little rough around six and – I think seven and eight are the seasons. Um, but the, the, my favorite thing about it when uh, – you know, in the later seasons is how Ross becomes like the funniest character of the show. We're not going to keep talking about friends, but I just want to say that Seinfeld, then friends, and then how much mothers a little bit farther down the road for me in terms of, of kind of rewatching. And I think the main reason for it is I was watching it after a roommate sold me on it, a different roommate than the one that hated it, obviously. Um, but around season five or six, I just could not keep going. Um, it was pretty painful and I don't usually give up on things, but I, I did on this one, but, uh, by the time it ended, I finally convinced myself to rewatch the entire series. It was fine. I wasn't as disappointed as I expected. Um, but yeah, you know, so How I Met Your Mother's a good, sh- you know, it was, it was a fun show. I, I'd say power. If you if you were like me and you had a rough time getting through season five and six, you know, power through to finish out the show if you haven't done it the first time. Once I get to that point, I don't think I will. I think I'll probably just stop and maybe toss something else on. Maybe go to Friends or Seinfeld, as as, as Dave referenced. Um, beyond that, since I've, I've apparently watched a ton over the past week, um, I did restart Band of Brothers because I opened up HBO Go and I wanted to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm and what? <laughs> alphabetically <laughs> Band of Brothers was first. And I was like, why would I ever watch anything but Band of Brothers? Wow. So I decided <laughs> That's pretty well, polar opposite to, to be fair, actually, uh, I don't remember the, the veteran's name, but one of them passed over the past week or two. Yeah. Uh, and so of course, subliminally, that was kind of, of the top of my mind was it malarkey yep okay so speaking of the orville even bigger reason to watch yep. the band of brothers is malarkey's character is also on uh, the actor that played malarkey in the in the miniseries is now on the orville uh so i if you have not watched band of brothers go go watch it just so phenomenal i don't think it's gonna take me much too long to finish that it's 10 episodes anyways i'll probably finish it by the next time we talk um the main thing I want—I know we've, we've gone. There's been a lot of shows called out right now, but the main thing I wanted to call out was what we do in the shadows with Jermaine uh, Clement, who I know Sean loves. Have you guys seen that? Not even heard of this? No. So phenomenal! It's a pretty like a uh, independent movie. Uh, basically, it's a kind of a, a mockumentary of uh, a film crew following a, a small uh, uh, vampire um, what is, group. What is living this in called again? What we do in the shadows.
0: Also, I just realized I was trying to talk in that last second, Matt, but uh, <laughs> I was on mute. So ah. anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. This actually looks say, pretty funny. No, it, I, I remember hearing about it, but I've never seen it, though. That's what I was going to say.
1: I, I actually was looking for it in theaters when it was coming out just because um, I'm a big fan of uh, Jermaine. Maybe not as big as Sean, but I, I think he's a funny, funny gentleman. Um, it's worth a, It's worth a watch if you get a chance. I think it's only about an hour and 25 minutes or something, so it's not going to take too much of your time. Uh, and it's fun, you know. It's pretty, um, you know, deadpan. It's 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 pretty calm in delivery in, in most of it, but it, it's a lot of fun. It, it dry is the correct uh, term. So I think it's I think it's worth checking out the Im- the chance. the
2: images, the stills from on IMDb actually make it look pretty funny. So I'm kind of excited to watch this now. I didn't I had never heard if, of if this. If you think
1: the images are funny, you should check out the dialogue. Oh, um, even better. I thought that was a funnier thing than apparently it was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I left on the inside thanks Dave uh-huh. I do what I can sometimes And that to my list definitely do uh,
1: but uh, when I'm uh, not uh, watching a shit ton of television and uh, one movie uh, I did try to get a Dave and Sean I was talking about a beta and so I was at the flying saucer here in Fort Worth and I was pretty excited to try oh, a beer nice. they had on the list and they did not have it. They were uh, tapped. So whatever it was too loud. I didn't hear what she gave me in its stead. But it was pretty tasty. But uh, <laughs> I've got nothing to recommend as a result. But uh, I'm I'm going to my typical uh, Woodford Reserve right now, and it's it's definitely hitting the spot. So I, I realized I had, um, I had a lot of Kirkland bourbon and whiskey that I've been drinking, and I had a, a a large amount of Woodford Reserve that I had stocked up on. So it was just sitting there.
2: Are you drinking untouched. the Kirkland's um neat or on the rocks? The Kirkland's are I'm the
1: Kirkland's I'm drinking with uh with with a uh, mixer, Okay, so typically good. like okay, a Coke good. Zero or okay, something. Good. But the no, that's the Woodford, that's my go-to. Um, that's my go-to as well yeah. for that one. And it, those those are you know for the for the what you're getting, you're you're in a good spot there. But yeah. for the for the Woodford I typically drink uh straight, you know. Every now and then on the rocks, a lot of the times neat. Today it's on the rocks.
2: Excellent, excellent.
1: Because somehow it's 93 degrees in Texas. Don't even, don't even start me on that. Don't even but, start uh, me on that. Anyway. Yeah. So speaking of getting Dave started, what do you, uh, what have you been watching and drinking, Dave?
2: So, uh, so this week I kind of went a little dark. Um, I'm realizing now that I'm looking at my list because uh, apparently it's been a lot of, um, a lot of killings and tortures and stuff like that in the movies that I and I choose and, and the thing. So first up, you know, just to, to catch up on what we were watching, I watched Blade Runner. Um, pretty uh you know pretty pretty graphic film when you when you go back and watch it i don't know if y'all noticed that it was kind of very reminiscent of of like the guns how they actually you know shot were very reminiscent of uh, some quentin tarantino movies where you're getting shot with like a freaking uh shotgun even though it's a pistol just weird weird interesting stuff then um i watched reservoir dogs to kind of i know we talked about this a couple weeks ago i don't think i actually ever watched the whole thing prior to this past week holy shit it is a depraved movie but i love the hell out of it i now understand a lot about why everybody like truly truly loves it i think i've seen scenes here and there over the over the years but just never actually the the thing um the actual film itself but uh the other one i did which i thought i think we've talked about this in the past but it was burn after reading did y'all ever see this I actually
1: Indeed. still haven't, and I, I recently um, found that my uh, my brother has it in his collection. He didn't – yeah, so he didn't he didn't try to sell me on it, so you, you got to so let me know if it, I should
2: it's, check it out. It's, it's interesting. Now, so the funny thing is is that I read like, – god, it probably was a year or so ago that I read this article about – they were talking about how like Brad Pitt movies, like how he – when he's the, he's the lead actor, he doesn't – he has to carry the film, so he doesn't really get to get involved in the character as much, and he's more of a character actor. And when he gets these little like supporting roles where he can focus on it, he just gets into it. And I will say honestly, just watching this film and watching watch this film just to see his little um, supporting actor in this is amazing. It is the guy is hilarious. I mean, he takes the the dumb uh, trainer thing to a whole other level. It is it is on. On par. It is perfect. And just the, the, yeah, when
1: you're talking about training, are you talking about physical or are you talking about like. Uh, oh, he's, yeah, he, he's, he's, a, a physical, he's a he's a, a trainer. Yeah, he's a physical. trainer at a gym. Yep. So it's, it's a, pretty funny, Matt. It's, a, it's not, a not a Megan. Got it.
0: Well, cool. I, Matt, I'm kind of like, so I'm kind of hit or miss when it comes to Coen Brothers movies. Like, I feel like 75% of their movies are good, um, but there's like that 25% that are not good. And like not this. Yeah. You think so? Like, I mean, do you think it's fair? No. Uh,
1: oh, it does. Yeah. I was being a, a douche, but yeah, I do think yeah, that I works think it out. Uh, and actually, the, the reason that uh, Burn After Reading caught my eye the other day is because you had referenced Hail Caesar. I, I think a week Yeah, because I was about to say,
4: I was like, Hail Caesar is decent.
2: Check so, that out, oh, yeah. So, so y'all liked Hail Caesar? I, I started it. I don't no, know. I'm it, hoping
1: it. I still haven't seen okay. it either. Okay. I just had I was access to, was to,
2: to that burn one. after reading,
1: reading not not Hail Caesar. Okay,
2: no, so um, no, but I, I will say this: it was very entertaining. You, you, there, there's a scene where him and oh god, who was it? Uh, Malkovich are sitting in the car and they're negotiating, and Malkovich is like a a CIA agent, and you've got this dumbass trainer who's you know. Trying to blackmail him and stuff like that—that's just the whole premise of the whole movie. So I'm not really spoiling anything, but just his facial expressions of how he's trying to talk to this experienced CIA, you know, analyst and all this stuff is just amazing. I was laughing my ass off in this one scene, Sean. You know what I'm talking about—that one scene where he rides. Oh up. yeah, I know exactly. I mean, what you're talking about. It That's is probably
0: one of the more memorable scenes in that. movie It is
2: his facial expressions in this are just perfect. I mean, it is. I I like Brad Pitt when he's in these types of roles and. And, you know, I had never really thought about it after this article until I started seeing some, because he's been, he's been a, uh, what, a main runner for a, a while, right? I, I, I'm going to say, you know, if you haven't seen Burn After Reading, definitely go see it. If you, if you like Brad Pitt as an actor, to me, he's a better as a supporting actor just because he gets to focus on the role better and he can just like dive into it. And it's, and going back and look at some of his previous stuff, it's, it's amazing when he does these things. Cause he's a, he's an interesting character actor when you, when you get him like that. So.
1: So, so Dave, I'm yeah. actually surprised. You know, I didn't. I knew he wasn't in it too much, but I didn't know he was in it enough to be a selling point at the same time.
2: I, his 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 role. He's probably the best character in that film okay. for me, just because. Yeah, he's only in like maybe the. I'm not, it's well. a
1: pretty big. It's a pretty like, huge cast. Yeah, too, it's right? like, it's I mean, surprisingly. A, you're you're going to recognize everybody. from yeah. what I remember seeing
2: in the in the trailers, but okay. And cool. and I mean, I was just he he stuck out to me. It was it was just one of those things where. I had heard about it, and I was kind of skeptical about it, but it it sold me when I when I finally watched it. So, um, so anyway, so the um, so the other thing I was I have been doing is uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, Vanity Affairs Confidential. Uh, I don't know if y'all have ever watched the ID uh, channel. It's the uh, investigation discovery. It's just all murder and it's basically SVU just all the time about true crime. So it's a true crime so channel. Murder porn. Pretty. All it's the time. pretty much all murder porn. So, but the thing is, is the Vanity Fair stuff is um, they they'll take the articles that Vanity Fair will do over the course of like all the years about these high profile like murders I, I thought, and stuff like that. I thought Vanity Fair was like a glamour. Magazine. I thought it was I, too. I swear to God. And but they do these really in depth like these articles. Interesting. So it kind of changed when you when you think about um, what um, what was it? Iron Man two. Yeah, Iron Man Two, where what's her face was the Vanity Fair or that might have been one, the Vanity Fair um writer was coming in and, you know, interviewing him. I was like, Oh, this actually makes sense. She was probably doing a big piece on him, so I'd be I'd be kind of curious. So apparently I mean, there Tony Stark wasn't a murderer there. No, so but he but, but they do like serious in depth articles about everything. Not not like it's apparently a legitimate, you know. Yeah, but those are like Magazine. those can be positive at the same time. Yes, Murder, yes, yes, yes. There's no positive well, aspect just on, to it. So, I wouldn't no, expect no, no, no. it. Yeah, in, but you know, people. But Vanity Fair just yeah. seems to do very in inve- very in depth investigation, investigative discovery. Know. I mean, excuse me. I'm in, gonna in have, I'm gonna have to get a subscription. It's it's a it's it's a really good show. Um, so I've been binging that, just going back and forth to just kind of uh get back on it because I know the I think the fourth season's coming out pretty soon. But they've got three seasons, all real interesting. Um. It's a lot of the stuff you've heard about, but you probably didn't, you haven't thought about in a long time, you know, just like little random murders or kidnappings and stuff like that over the, you know, the past 30 years or so. So real interesting stuff. Um, if you're, it's good for... Uh, Dave calling us apathetic. Yes. Uh, but if you're hungover, it's, in, in uh, our experience, it's a, a great way to cure a hangover on, the, on a Sunday. Good way to cure the Sunday scary. So uh, cheers to that. But uh, in terms of drinking, speaking of cheers, um, I currently have a box of Black's Box uh, Cabernet Sauvignon sitting next to me right here. Um, <laughs> Can you say that again? The Black Box, box of
0: Black Box Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> but, and David's box is empty now.
2: Uh, it's getting pretty goddamn close. I'm about to bottle in right now.
0: Did you turn it into
3: one of those beer hats where it's just sitting on your head with a pipe going right in your mouth?
2: That was probably the worst thing you could have ever told me because I'm now thinking of ways to possibly do that. I can use my Russian hat it's got a flat top I was, I was an american
1: <laughs> vampire one year for halloween and i put blood packs in a uh, helmet with uh, beer beer can holders <laughs> that's awesome that's pretty awesome that's a- I'm not going matt back. please wear that this year please wear that i i didn't this was back when i was living in california i did not move with it i don't think oh man i had i had all my halloween gear and everybody's like you can't reuse halloween costumes and i was like i'm fucking 30 yes i can <laughs> well one hit.
0: year david and i dressed up as ambiguously gay duo that pretty much slayed. So, wait. So,
2: Sean, <laughs> do you still have that
0: costume? Uh, I lost some of the gloves. Damn and, it. Uh, did you guys fly around the
3: room like that? Too? Yeah, we, oh. so we. Actually, a bar. Yes, we did.
0: So, there was apparently. So, apparently, <laughs> I didn't realize
2: this was a big thing back in those days because apparently, um, this was like after they stopped playing them, right? Because we ran into these two guys that you knew that were wearing the exact yeah, same costume. Same, and same costume, a, and we had a gay we off. We had a
0: gay off, is what we called it. <laughs> it was quite funny.
1: Yeah. I assume you
0: won. Oh we yeah we, we oh, killed come it that on, night. Come on, David 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 didn't want to do it, but uh, you know we, we definitely did it, and we everybody was taking pictures with us and everything. That's great. It was it was a popular. Costume. It
2: was a, I still have it. It's a popular costume. I thought about going it again as this year. Um, problem is I'm about thirty pounds heavier, and
1: um, uh, that was I thought the problem would have been you would have been the ambiguously gay single. Well, that would have been the problem. <laughs> I, I would have
2: only had one person, and it'd have been like, well, what happened to Ace? And I'd be like, we don't talk about it.
1: Wait, they have names.
2: Gary and Ace, yeah. man. Come on, Ace
1: and Gary. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, now, yeah. If you say them both together, it sounds right. But just one at a time sounds confusing. And,
2: <laughs> no, yeah, fair enough.
0: If but I you- somehow make that party, David, we should totally do that. I can buy another Dude, one.
2: I can't. I don't know if I can fit into it again. <laughs> <laughs> All this drinking and watching movies has been terrible for me.
0: Yeah. Well. Anyway, anyway, just food for thought. Yeah,
2: indeed. We, we, we you know, if you if you happen to be in the Houston area and you see the ambiguously gay duo running around, it might be me and uh, Sean. So just FYI, might see us out running about. But it just uh, might be a couple of weirdos. But anyway, <laughs> tomato, tomato,
0: it's not far off.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I think that'll do us for uh, watching and drinking. We definitely went long on that one, boys. So uh, why don't we do a little movie news real quick before we. Eventually, get into uh, talking about the Blade Runner 2049. So, uh, Peter, what you got this week?
3: Yeah, so there's a few things to talk about, and the one that will hit right off the top is the whole Harvey Weinstein kind of uh, news story that's out there. And for anybody who has not seen this, which I'm guessing almost everybody on the planet should have, if they haven't seen it on their local news, then they've seen it on Twitter or Facebook or somewhere else. Um, huge producer. I think he's a, a co-creator Was that a a size
1: joke peter
0: (laughs) yes
3: harvey weinstein is fat but this is true matt it doesn't matter because he's
0: got money and he's got rockets (laughs) (laughs)
3: um i i don't know if he's a co-creator or a co-partner whatever it is but part of the the weinstein company who has done
1: no i don't think actually harvey weinstein had anything to do with the founding of weinstein company was he not no, I'm being an asshole. He was absolutely a co-founder with his brother Bob. Uh, he yeah. also was a co-founder <laughs> with his brother Bob of Miramax. Yeah,
0: exactly. But, okay. Thank, I, I knew Matt had it in him, but
3: <laughs>
1: you're a dick.
0: Um,
3: so, for anybody who doesn't know Weinstein Company, if you saw the logo, logo, you probably would would know it. Well, so, and,
1: and Peter, just call it. I mean, Miramax as well. Miramax is is no longer. It's, it's shuttered, as far as I know. Um, it was purchased by Disney at some point in the 2000s, uh, but that's definitely a more well known. Uh, you know, everybody's going to know me or Max.
3: Well, geez, Matt, why don't you give the movie news today? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's a great call out. And uh, I completely forgot because uh, I, you know, these studios, they just start to blend in with all these stupid logos. But yeah, uh, great point. So for those who don't remember, uh, movies like Pulp Fiction, Gangs in New York, um, what's the one with Matt
1: Damon? Good good Will Hunting, yeah. Good
3: Will Hunting, yeah. So I think he has six, he's responsible for six Oscars, Um, but... Anyway, if you name a movie, he's probably somewhat attached, whether it's executive producer or producer or something along those lines. Some
1: tie to a star in some way, yeah. Exactly.
3: Um, So he's touched the movie business in a huge way. And this is... That's uh, a topical way to put that. That's definitely a topical and a pun because uh, the main story is that uh, eight people have come out and said Harvey Weinstein has somehow uh, basically harassed or or done things in a sexual nature to them that they have not liked. And it's a big deal. So as of, I believe it was, was it today or yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yesterday.
1: Friday, he was suspended from the company. And then after the outcry, exactly what you're saying happened.
3: Yeah, correct. So he was, the board voted him off yesterday and he is now no longer part of the company. So, uh, kind of a big, big news story, um, you know without going into any more details since anybody else can kind of see this online just kind of curious on you guys thoughts on you know is are there going to be some bigger repercussions to the movie industry is you know is this going to tarnish i don't know does it tarnish anything he's done in the past or does it change anything with the
0: movies or the people he works with i mean what does this really do for you guys in terms of tarnish i'd say it definitely tarnishes i mean look at bill cosby i mean shit he everybody got rid of syndicating uh the cosby show um or at least almost everyone did uh i think the reason the company decided to part ways with him is so that it wouldn't tarnish the company um and it just sort of sticks with the man if that makes sense but uh it's good thing his
1: name is not a part of the company I was
0: just yeah, gonna right? say it's gonna be hard yeah it's gonna be like the the bob weinstein company or something <laughs> uh anything to get rid of the harvey but uh yeah it's i mean i definitely it's we don't condone any of this. Um, I know Hollywood's a different spot, and things happen, and there's stories people talk about. But it's talk is one thing, but you know, factual evidence backing it up is a whole nother story that uh, is just sad, kind of. But anyway, uh, you know, I think it, with the asinine thing that he did was the fact that he only disagreed with some of it, and like whenever you come out and say like. Oh, yeah, like only some of those things are false. Like, you're like, this guy is just a sleazeball. So, anyway, it's definitely a good move by them to part ways, but fucked up nonetheless. So, you know, on that, it's one of
1: those things where I think we all, you know, being fans of the industry, we're, we're pretty well aware of the rumors around Harvey Weinstein. I think we all watched some Entourage Um you know, and they kind of made a reference to a fake character that was based off of Harvey Weinstein. Um, and they didn't necessarily portray that aspect of it, uh, at least not heavily. Um, but it, it's not a big surprise. The The real question is, Peter, you're talking about the repercussions. Um, you know, this has been going on for three decades now. So something had to have happened um, that made this become public. You know, publicists make a lot of money because these types of things don't become public. Um, so we'll, we'll see if he's taking down anybody with him. There's lots of r- rumors about impropriety throughout the industry and, and other, uh, maybe more horrible ways. Um, and I'd imagine just from a monetary standpoint and kind of the way the industry is played, we won't hear anything beyond Harvey, um, just because he, you know, they're, they're not going to let him take anybody down with him. Um, but you know, it's, it's one of those things It's a shame where it, it takes this much and, it's, it's one of those well known secrets that you know nothing ever comes of it and it's it's uh it's unfair to so many actresses and you know actors to, to a lesser degree significantly lesser degree uh, that have to go through these types of things um, to, to put up with this to get into the industry um, and I think the only reason that the four of us aren't famous is that Harvey Weinstein wasn't interested in us so uh, but uh you know it's 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 a, it's a shame you know it's obviously a black mark but I'm still gonna watch, you know. I'm still gonna watch uh, Goodwill Hunting. Um, it's it's one of those things like, you you, it's unfortunate, but you distance yourself from some of the the people that are responsible for it. Um, and I think there's musicians and painters and actors and actresses and uh, producers, directors. Uh, you know, obviously, people are doing a lot of uh, references to Roman Polanski at this point. It's it's a it's a dark it's a dark it's a black eye for the industry and we'll, we'll see where it goes. It's obviously the very early stages of it, but uh, it's a shame, uh, no doubt. So,
3: I and I think you brought up a great point, which is it's early stages because you know there's been some other stories over the last I think two or three weeks. Um, you know, another a few other people in the movie industry and in the blogging industry who have basically been outed as uh, you know sexual harassing women. So it seems like it's picking up steam. So hopefully. Well, I mean, hopefully we hear a lot more about these things and they come to light and it stops them. Um, but yeah, it's pretty unfortunate. It will be interesting to see whether um, whether the Weinstein Company stays being named the Weinstein Company. Um, if I had to guess, uh, there will be another change coming shortly, but we shall see. Um, either way, you know, hopefully people realize that this stuff can't get away with and uh, this will be the end of it. But
1: yeah, uh, it's as you said, it's it's. You know, I'm. I, I just want to. I didn't. I don't think much more will come out of it, unfortunately. But I hope it does, because I, I don't think people should be getting away with these types of things, of course. And it's it's sad that in 2017, this is still an issue um, in our in You know, not just our you know our society, but globally in, in certain industries and maybe all industries. So it's a shame. So yeah. So
3: how to get that out of the way to start, and let's go to things that are fun and ridiculous. Starting with. Fast and Furious series. We all saw the newest one that came out this summer. Uh, There's some rumblings right after it came out that there's a potential for Dwayne The Rock Johnson to get together with Jason Statham and do their own little spinoff. And, uh, you know, there had been some, some other rumblings that Vin Diesel wasn't super happy about this. You know, it's, he very much covets the franchise and he's somewhat of a, you know, leader and and creator of the series along with a choice of the few. Um, Anyway, there have been some comments that, you know, obviously he wasn't getting along well with The Rock, and by the end, they had buried the hatchet. Lo and behold, over the last, I think it's around a, last maybe month, month and a half, Tyrese has been posting some random things to Twitter and Instagram and others, basically telling uh, The Rock that he needs to not mess up the franchise. He needs to not go do, off, do his spinoff. He's going to... He's gonna ruin the family. He's gonna, you know, change the the dates for the movies because they'll put the the sequel in there. Blah blah blah. Um, so recently, he put out a post basically telling The Rock that he's he's you know f the whole thing up. He's now gonna push the date. Uh, you know, and why is he trying to ruin these things? Shortly thereafter, they announced the the spinoff is going to happen. And then shortly thereafter that, they announced that the uh, the ninth Fast and Furious movie is now going to get pushed for its release. Um, so regardless, basically a bunch of high school drama happening on Instagram. And it's super funny and just kind of curious if you guys have been following it and what you think.
0: I think Dwayne Johnson is the real draw these days. And Tyrese they is, realize that. Yeah. And Tyrese and is they're just pissed about obsessed.
2: it. Yep. I will
0: concur with that.
1: And I, I think you're right, but I, I think there is a fair point that if they de- if they detract from the main franchise that's been sold as a you know hitting ten, um, I think that's a fair point that that is potential for a, a little bit of a problem for for the overall franchise, right? I think it's very safe to push out the the final two and then hit up a maybe Statham and Rock uh, solo or kind of duo uh, team up, uh, but. We'll see how it comes since now it's, I I didn't realize it was actually slated, you know, it's on the docket. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. I didn't know that was actually happening. I know Tyrese was trying to combat that. Uh, So this, this definitely kind of was was news to me. And so it'll it'll be, it'll be interesting. I I do think that, you know, just to to say, you know, I do think they should have waited because my interest in the franchise isn't waning, but 10 movies is a lot. And if you're now making an 11 with potential for the kind of the two biggest draws uh, doing a solo movie, um, it, it might be hard to to go back to there too, but I'll, I'll eat my words. If, if it turns out that that kind of revitalizes everybody's interest. So we'll, we'll see.
3: Yeah. I mean, all valid points. It's going to be really interesting. Honestly, for anybody who wants to get a kick out of this, just go look at, I think it's his Instagram. Go look at Tyrese's Instagram. He's got the posts he have or, are pretty ridiculous and thoroughly entertaining. And uh, just as icing on the cake, uh, Vin Diesel basically came out with the post trying to reunite the family and saying that it's all going to be fine and this is going to give them, you know, an extra amount of time to help tweak the ninth movie and that, you know, it's going to be good for them. So, so yeah, it'll be, be interesting to see how this turns out and to see how much more drama there is. And uh, we talked about it a long time ago. Michelle Rodriguez had made a comment about there being more female representation. So um who knows maybe this could start a a snowball effect and people might drop out of the the franchise so hopefully not because they're fun movies even though they're pretty terrible now but (laughs) i mean they're they're entertaining at least um you said now (laughs) hey i still argue the first movie was good
1: first movie was perfect for 2000 it was kind of like a a time capsule of 2000 that's Um, true and i think four definitely five um those are definitely hits those are those are fantastic fantastic films uh so it'll be interesting i didn't realize vin diesel weighed in in, way to way to drop that knowledge with him giving a positive spin just to completely ruin everything i said
3: (laughs) (laughs) no no it was more just uh it's it's funnier because uh he was the one who initially was basically kind of feuding with the rock so for him to kind of step in and be the bigger person is uh it's interesting. It, re- it literally reminds me of a soap I'm opera. I'm still so.
2: maintaining this is all fake. I, I that's where I maintain all this. I <laughs> very well could be true. I, I feel like it's just like I'm bored. Let's just stir shit to drum up some more support for it. That's that's really all it comes down to. Like what and what is the reason behind it? They're all still making money. Who gives a shit that the The Rock is? You know, you, you got to bring him in. I mean, he's the only one that's bringing the draw in. There are some
1: big fans of Tyrese, and I think Sean's one of them. But. Uh... <laughs>
0: I mean not I all, not I, like I wouldn't pay in full for a Tyrese solo movie though. <laughs> like I think Dwayne Johnson <laughs> no like, I I could yeah, smell that. I agree. And I could smell yeah. his cooking. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, <definitely> <laughs> I, I think Tyrese is fine
1: to be there. Not going to smell what he's cooking though.
0: Yeah. Uh but I think Vin Diesel still has draw. Take
1: t- take tell that to uh his last two solo movies.
0: What Triple X or uh or the what's shit what's his the The Witcher uh oh the witcher yeah that's terrible is that what, it was what a great great that, great, that was a about, pet, yeah. that was a
1: pet project for him that was a pet project and i haven't seen either of those so i'm not trying to just shit on them i'm just people haven't seen them
3: yeah triple x is also a pet project and it was not good so <laughs> even though it's getting a
1: sequel is, is xander cage returning again he is returning
3: no. again because it made a ton of mo- money
1: overseas that is madness <sighs> but i guess yep. i guess the casting and marketing did what they were going for so good on them
3: hey I know how to get the monies?
1: Did anybody ever actually see, seen it? Real quick, I
3: did see it. Yes, and it is not good. Fair enough. All it right, is, and that's all I need to know. Yeah. Continue, please. That's that's all you need to know. Uh, so, last story, and this, uh, Matt, so rightfully pointed out that this is has been answered previously, but it's it's kind of fun to talk about. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the original movie. Uh, You know, right after it came out, there had been some comments on uh, James Gunn's Twitter, and he has been historically really great at kind of answering people about his thoughts on the series and where he wants to go and, and so on and so forth. Somebody asked, why are people speaking English all over the galaxy? How is it that Peter Quill runs into these aliens from different, you know, different areas of the universe and everybody's speaking English? And so he basically came out and said, you know, no, nobody is speaking English. And if you look at some of the Easter eggs in the original movie, you can see that uh, Peter Quill has a translator implanted in his, somewhere in his neck. And it's, it's, uh, it's in the prison scene where they're kind of showing some of the different features of each of the cast members. Regardless, that was his answer. And so recently, there's, uh, this has come back up because some folks have you know continued to ask him and they don't realize that on Twitter you can search these things. So he continues to kind of give the same answer. Um, But the fun thing to think about is, you know, how does this work when the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to start to run into folks from other areas of the Marvel Universe, since obviously they don't speak English. So, um, yeah, I mean, regardless, this is one of those questions that never really needs to be asked because it's a movie and you can always explain away things with the the doohickey gadget. But, uh, yeah, I mean, is this something that even came across anybody's mind? Is it anything that even remotely you know, came up when you watched the movie.
1: And for the uninitiated, the reason that other Marvel characters might run into the Guardians of the Galaxy is the upcoming Infinity Wars series. Just to... Oh, you don't so, say. So
2: this this is where
1: I... Just give a little context, Sean. You know, I'm sorry. So, so th- In case oh, nice. they thought it was going to happen in Black Panther.
0: Oh, it might happen in Black Panther. We don't know. We'll see. But this is, the this, so this, this is where
2: I kind of draw my line of people that just... Don't suspend their, their disbelief in these types of situations. Like, you're in a comic book movie. Who gives a shit if they're talking in English? Like, why analyze that? Like, do we analyze why, how the Guardians travel uh, their jump gates and all their or whatever they're doing, their jumping works? You don't hear that much stuff. Like, who gives a shit? Just let them. It's a fun movie. Like, why do we care? Well, I
1: mean, what's funny is that all the people that probably ask and try to point it out as a negative are probably the same people that watch The Simpsons
2: and laugh at comic the comic book man. Um but no, I mean, that's that's that that this kind of this kind of stuff kind of frustrates me at times, just because it's like the amount of stuff that's unbelievable in this film, in these films that, and you're focusing on the fact that they all speak English. I just, it's, I, I, it, I know, it's the goods and the bads of the internet, uh, stuff. God, I hate the internet
0: sometimes. Moviepoopshoot.com. <laughs> <laughs> Did you post on moviepoopshoot.com that J. and Bob quote? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Clanchers. God> <laughs> Fucking, clown shoes. Fucking clown shoes. Is that Great, great <laughs> reference, Matt.
2: All right. I, I think that's our uh, that's our movie news for this week. All right. Well, cool. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and uh, do uh, a little bit on uh, some Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, I think we're gonna do things a little differently this week. So um, what we're gonna do is just kind of give a a quick little uh, rundown of our um, our recommendation on this film. Um, not really li- revealing any spoilers uh, in this particular. Uh, in this episode, uh, because what we'll do is, because we know we're going to have a long one and, you know, we've been getting some feedback from everybody and that um, it's, the, the episodes have been a little long, so what we're going to do is we're going to separate out the full review uh, a little bit more detailed in a separate episode, so, uh, you know, you'll see two drop at the same time, uh, we're, we're recording them going, flowing through, but we'll give everybody the what they want, so hopefully this is what y'all enjoy so uh let's start off with uh sean sean so how about what's your what's your initial review on this one uh no no spoilers obviously but uh overall thoughts
0: I'm, i think i'm sort of like i don't know if i'm with everyone else in america or if i'm just um i'm just unsure of what i thought of this movie i'm kind of indifferent like it's it's strange because i i like the director i like denny Villeneuve. i thought he was great i thought the movie itself was i believe the actors like uh, they bought in the movie i thought thought ryan gosling was really was was really good i really liked harrison ford in this movie i thought you know he, i thought he kind of phoned it in in the last you know indiana jones and star wars but i thought he you know he believed in this movie um i, I liked you know i liked i liked a lot of the things in the movie i just don't know if i like the movie does that make sense like i i liked i thought the movie itself like the the scenes the setting uh, always like i, I think denny villain wave like with his movies they're visually stunning so i like that like i was entertained yet i don't know if i like the movie so i don't know if that helps you guys or not but like <laughs> if i if someone asked me to go see this and if they should go see it in theaters um the first question i'm going to ask is do you you know did you like the first movie if you haven't seen it then um you know check it out and then i'd say watch that first and then if you are interested in seeing this then go see it but if you're not bought into seeing like the first movie then i don't i think you can wait till it comes out on on like streaming or you know on Redbox for peter but uh I I I just yeah I'm just kind Peter of like just made another
2: dollar just FYI. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> uh Cha-ching. it's like I'm just gonna have to start referencing Hulu because I think we need to win them back, um, <laughs> but but anyway uh, I, I I'm just kind of on the fence. What about you, Peter? I I think I would come at it a little
3: differently. So I actually I like this movie. Um, I I think we'll talk about it when we get into the deeper parts of it in the next episode, but. I mean, overall, I was pleased with what I saw visually. It was a pretty stunning movie. Uh, I've, I've revisited the, the original Blade Runner and then and saw this shortly after. And, I mean, between the two movies, I would much prefer this one. And I actually – I know you said, Sean, you know, maybe folks could go see the, the first one and then and check this one out. I would almost recommend, for me at least – maybe seeing this one first and i know this movie is extremely long and that's i think a concern for most which is i have a feeling why the box office is what it is or at least part of it um but i think it's a little less convoluted than the original and i I might get flack for that but i i feel like while this is a long movie you can pretty closely follow what's happening and it is a lot less um you know allegory in this than there is in the first movie. I think there's a lot of subplotting and a lot of like subtle hints going on in the first movie. And this one I feel like is a little more straightforward, not to say that this isn't a nuanced movie, but I I don't know. I I thought this was good. I I would, I would recommend if you could see it, I I almost feel like the only place you'd want to see this is in theater. I feel like this would be, this wouldn't be as enjoyable at at your home because it, it kind of is somewhat of a spectacle. But uh, it, that's all that being said, you know, it's, it's a really interesting movie, right? I mean, it's the, the director's great. The visuals are great. The styling, it's very unique and interesting. But it's, I think it's probably just going to be polarizing. I think certain people just aren't going to like it. And I, I almost feel I haven't seen Mother, but I have a feeling it's kind of similar to Mother. It's, um, you know, it's, it's going to be kind of divisive for people. So, so, yeah, kind of long and rambling, but um, I did like it. I think folks should try it if you're interested, um, and yeah, I think we'll talk a little more in detail.
1: So, uh, so Matt, what about you? So, just gonna quickly jump in and say the, the divisiveness of Mother is completely different than yeah. This. I was gonna. And I know that I know, here, that, I know yeah. that's not what Peter is referencing, and he hasn't seen the movie. But um, I will say that this movie is gonna have that that divisiveness. You know, it is gonna have people that were maybe expecting the 2009 reboot of Star Trek. Uh, this to be that reboot of the Blade Runner series, um, and it's not. This is very much a sequel to Blade Runner, very much in keeping with that type of storytelling. And um, you're either into that or you're not. And if if we've all grown, which we all did, right? We had to go. We were all born after Blade Runner. We all had to watch it after that, you know, after the fact, after we had seen so many movies pay homage to Blade Runner in a much quicker pace. Um, kind of, you know, Blade Runner has a lot of long um, shots depicting the world, depicting what's happening um, and setting up what's happening um, and so we got to see the aftermath of that, the the films that kind of took took that and um, maybe expanded upon it or improved upon it or updated it for our, our time um, and this movie was very much in keeping with the original and I, I, I fall somewhere between the two of you, Sean and Peter. I, I would recommend this movie to the majority of, of people um, with the caveat being that if if you're going to see a movie, you know, and in the, you know planning on appreciating a movie, go check it out. If you want to see a popcorn flick, um, you have plenty of other options. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, but I, I think Sean's right. You should check out the first one first if you have the means. If you haven't seen it before, if you've seen it before and it's been a while, you don't need to revisit it. I did, but you don't necessarily need to. But at the same time, as Peter mentioned. The best place to enjoy this movie is in theaters. Um, it's a three, you know, it's 2 hours and 45 minutes long. It's hard to see that type of movie now at home without the distractions. And as Peter mentioned again, this is a spectacle, right? This is like Dunkirk. Um, I think is the closest thing I I'd, I'd say. Dunkirk's going to be a hard movie to appreciate fully at home because of the kind of the the and you know, it's it's very immersive. Um, this movie is as well, and the cinematography on this kind of rivals that. That movie has a much grander scale. Um, I think this movie, uh, I can't, I'm not uh, very well um, versed in cinematographers' names. They deserve more credit than I give them. Um, But I think the gentleman or or woman that did this um, is going to be nominated for something. And for that reason alone, uh, I'd recommend this, this film, seeing it in theaters, you know, with the kind of caveats that I referenced. So kind of kind of between the two of you, and you both you know, kind of called out some good reasons for both of your arguments. I kind of fall kind of kind of fall uh, right between those. But uh, what about you, Dave?
0: Just just real fast, Can I just want say one thing. Since before you get going, Dave, I just want to say the reason that I I think the the biggest reason why I recommend seeing this at home, and I, I know you you guys both make great points. I mean, I, I definitely think the movie is 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 visually stunning, so it might be worth seeing in theaters, but. It's just the, the length of the movie and I myself at times, you know, was a little, you know, it kept going on and on. So it's a little long. So the, the you know, sometimes the benefit of having the pause button at home or the stop button and coming back to it the next day is, is, is huge. So that's that's more or less why I was saying it should, if, I, if I'm going to recommend it, seeing it at home, it's because of the fact that it's just long. And you can I come agree back with to... you there,
1: Sean. I, I agree with you there, except my problem isn't the pause button. It's the, the phone that's right next to me. And I, I think two times in the past two years, I've actually put everything away and watched a movie and fully experienced it at home. And it's yeah. been a joy. But I usually don't have the willpower to do that or the fortitude to do that. And I think this is a movie that if you're going to see it, maybe forego the, the popcorn and the drink so you don't have to use the bathroom, um, which I failed at. Just a little spoiler. Same here. Um so you can make make it through it in in full
2: uh, in full enjoyment, but that that is a fair point. And actually, this is a good segue into where I was going. Is actually, Sean, I, I am completely agreement with you. Um, I Ill, I was ill prepared when I went into this film uh, for the length. I did not actually look it up, and um, about two hours in, I really needed to use the restroom, and luckily I was able to, uh, you know hold it off until the end but no so i'm in full agreement with you on that one like i I, about two hours in i was ready to i needed to get out and i was you know in my mind thinking no i've only got you know maybe another 30 minutes i should be all right and i was way wrong but um the good news is though is that for me the movie was i i really enjoyed it i'm i'm recommending it for everybody if you go see it it's it is a it is a film to go see in theaters i thought it was just beautifully shot. I mean, everything was just amazing. Even, like, the shots that they were doing where it was just, like, a down shot of... Um, I think it was a scene where Ryan Gosling was looking up at the sky or something like that, and it was just shot looking down on him. And it was just very plain, but just the way it looked was just... I mean, I, I, it was amazing. Like, I was... I, I remember distinctly remember in the movie going, this is why you need to see this film in theaters. It's just... This is just too perfect for a TV at home. My, my TV, I don't even have 4K. I don't even think that would even work in this type of situation. Just, it, it wouldn't do it. But overall, you know, the movie was, for me, very entertaining. I had just finished watching, you know, the original just to kind of get back up to it. You know, it's taken years to kind of finally sit down and actually look through it. But it's... Um, it was very reminiscent of it. If you enjoyed the first one, and I think uh, Matt was and Peter were saying this, if you enjoyed the first one, definitely go see this. Um, I am a full blown push for to go see this in the in the theaters, um, regardless of of uh, of the cost and everything. It's it was a phenomenally looking movie. So um, just definitely go see it in there. I, the plot. You know, and, and what Peter was saying, and, and it, the first one being more convoluted and less um, nuanced, I guess, or it was very nuanced in, in terms of this. Um, this one was more straightforward. I definitely will agree with that. There were, you know, twists and turns that you can you you can go through, which were great. You didn't have to think too hard on a lot of stuff. The first one, you know, I went back and rewatched it, and was concerned because, you know, the plot of it, if from a just a strict plot line, you know, review of it. It's very simple. I mean, he's literally just going and hunting the the four replicants um, as they are out there. And basically at the end, he decides he doesn't want to kill the the final replicant, Rachel, and he runs away with her. I mean, that, that from, the, from a simplistic um, look at it, that is that film. But, but then all the little nuanced stuff, though, that they, they hint that possibly Deckard was a replicant and all this other stuff. You didn't have that as much in this one. I mean, they, 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 uh, they basically set it up for you all. Very, very quickly in in terms of that uh, in the film. So I I appreciated that. Uh, I liked it. You kind of knew where you were going in. There wasn't the philosophical aspect of it. It was a good sequel to um, this film series that, you know, it basically set forth a lot of uh, movies going forward in our our childhood in, in the terms of the filming and stuff like that.
1: It absolutely did. And I think that's kind of the problem that a lot of people have going back to watch Blade Runner. Exactly. Is that they got to watch the benefits of it, which is a lot of improvements to sci fi in general, and maybe kind of, you know, not as nuanced, maybe just straightforward, straight cut to the chase, you know, get to the action, get to the visuals, Mm -hmm. tell the story. Whereas this movie kind of did the noir version of a sci fi, uh, much more complex, but they kind of set up what we all got you know it's at the baseline for what we all got to enjoy
0: great call out Matt it's definitely got the vibe of of a noir film from uh in the original Blade Runner but I I think that that was one of the reasons why when I watched in full disclosure I I hadn't seen Blade Runner until this weekend the the original so I think I found that I think that's part of it is that I found it a little difficult to watch and it sounds like you know everybody gets the same message but the just the effects of it, you, it's a little dated, um, which, yeah, I get, like, it's it from 30, 35 years ago, so it's going to be dated, but, uh, I mean, Star Wars was from f- farther back, and so was, uh, um, not just Star Wars, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Oh, like Alien. Alien, it's a perfect example, another Ridley Scott movie. I thought Alien holds up a little bit better than, than Blade Runner does, But, um, but, yeah, that's part of the reason why... I, I could tend, even though I said to go see or watch the original Blade Runner, um, I could see Peter's side of it where, you know, don't watch the original and just go see this because you can, I mean, in a vacuum, they could exist on their own. Yeah, I I think,
3: and I know we're, we're going a little long. I do think that's an interesting part about this one is that... Um, e- it really could sit by itself. I mean, obviously there's callbacks and there's some Easter eggs in there. So if you've seen the original, they'll mean a little bit more to you. But I think that's one of the nice things about this movie is that it's a a little more accessible. But again, um, and I think you guys all brought it up and as did I, the length is probably the biggest hindrance to it. So um, yeah, without kind of harping on that. um, Yeah, I, I I think we're all kind of in the same boat definitely something worth seeing, uh, just depends on where you sit in the sci-fi spectrum.
2: Yep. Um, but yeah. Alrighty. Well, uh, I think that'll be it for our, uh, for this episode. Um, what we'll do is, uh, we'll, we'll have another episode. It's going to go more in depth on if you, if you're looking to uh, hear a little bit more about this, uh, of our full analysis on the, on the, on the movie itself. But, uh, as always, you know, you can follow us at potent pictures on Twitter, uh, and on Instagram uh, our email is potent pictures podcast at gmail.com our website is potent pictures dot where you can go check out all the uh, all of our podcasts there uh, we finally actually were able to figure out a way to get all of our uh, podcasts up on iTunes so you should be able to go back all 33 34 episodes um, on I on your iTunes account so that was a, that was a great find last week um, and also we do have a Facebook page. It is, uh, just search, uh, potent pictures on, uh, Facebook and you'll find us. And, uh, Sean usually sends out links from those. So, um, I think next week we were talking, what film was it boys? I'm sorry.
0: The I f- dropped third grade. I don't know. What, what did you guys end up? We were, uh, uh, we the were talking, yeah, we were yeah, talking, it's the,
2: probably Marshall. Or yeah, foreigner. it's one of the two. Yep. So it's a foreigner or Marshall. So we'll, uh, we'll let Sean, uh, tweet us out, uh, tweet out what we end up deciding, uh, this week but uh other than that um we appreciate you coming in and uh tuning in but uh again if you want to listen to our uh, our longer uh discussion on blade runner uh, 2049 uh tune into the next episode we'll go right into it so thanks everybody